Hey guys, it is Ryan. I'm not sure if you know this about me, but I'm a bit of a fun fanatic when I can. I like to work, but I like fun too. It's a thing. And now the truth is out there. I can tell you about my favorite place to have fun. Chumba Casino. They have hundreds of social casino style games to choose from with new games released each week. You can play for free anytime, anywhere and each day brings a new chance to collect daily bonuses. So join me in the fun. Sign up now at ChumbaCasino.com. No purchase necessary. VTW. Void. We're prohibited by law. See terms and conditions. 18 plus. Talk Recorded live. The conference is now in silent mode. Listen, it's not. It's a fairly good size time. It's not, I think it's a little bit bigger than the Ocho. Not by much, though. I think it has about maybe oh, around twenty thousand people in it, or something like that. You know, there's there's at least one. I know there's McDonald's. I know there's Burger King. I think there's even a Taco Bell. There's a Walmart there. But you know, place you want to get the uh, internet, and you and Billy Roper. You and Billy Roper could uh, do shows together here, you know, uh, at the McDonald's. <laughs> oh, do I have a call? Well, oh, hell, we got this few boys from Texas. All right, we'll take a break here. Heck, you know, I mean, I always like having tarts. Because I like avatars. Hold on, hold on, hold on. When you fuck with Jews, a kike with a plan to burst your marble, that's what you'll get for all your trouble. I'll never fuck with Jews. What do you get when you kill a kike? You do the entire world a great big flavor. Don't matter worth a shit as to kite flavor. I'll never fuck with Jews again. Don't tell me what it's all. 
about and I know kite snouts out of those chains that mind you that is why I'm here to remind you what do you get when you fuck with dudes you only get lies and pain and sorrow so for at least until tomorrow, I'll never fuck with you. Out of those chains, they mind you, that is why I'm here to remind you. When you fuck with Jews, you only get lies and pain and sorrow. So for at least until tomorrow, I'll never fuck with Jews again. No, no, I'll never fuck with Jews again. Okay, I'm going to mute. You are unmuted. Hello, Todd Morse. I'm looking at Fox News. I think poor old Todd the Tard decided to do something else here. What the heck? What I would like here, what I'd like for the debate here. Oh, by the way, uh, there's this character. He's some of a global wigger. His name is uh, uh, Dick Eastman. He's with Truth Dig, which is essentially a bunch of uh, old progressive uh, progressive tards here. Way back, way back in around 2000 here, <laughs> I used to call him Yeast Dickman. <laughs> He shows up every so often here. He got my email. He got my email listing here. I used to have this uh, Jew boy named Yer Davity. And heck, him and I detested one another. And he got my email over when I was over at monet.com. 
Let's see here. There's web design site here. Okay. Print law. Hmm. Okay, you are muted, Todd Morris. <laughs> well, maybe he just wants to do podcasts. I was about to call it quits here. I'll give him about maybe a minute to respond. Then I'm just going to call it a night. Play the flooring guy. Card Morass. Well, folks, I'm going to call it a night. I'm not going to, uh, you know, keep the show going here. Uh, when I've gone ahead and muted probably Jew Boy Tards. Let's see. I'll call it a night. You are muted. Talk about Trump. I didn't want to talk about what's going on in the bowel movement. I didn't want to talk about a few other things. And I think I did cover it. I really, I really wasn't, uh, didn't really have anything really prepared uh, for tonight. Uh, the main thing that's going on is, well, the destruction of the Republican Party. And folks, I've wanted this for 20 some years, but it wasn't caused by myself here. It was caused. It really wasn't even caused by Donald Trump. It's caused by the fact that. You know, for a while, it's just sort of like uh, there's this, there was this Jewish named Barbara Tuchman. 
And she wrote a book called The March of Folly. And the tail end of it was about the Vietnam War and how the war was lost even before it began, and how they just kept on plowing more men and war material into Vietnam, and essentially it was, you know, the plug was basically pulled. You know, little brown people can go ahead and whoop Wiggers. If the little brown people are willing to do something that Wiggers are not willing to do, i.e. accept casualties. You know, we lost, what, 60,000 men killed or more in Vietnam. And from what I gather, we killed about 2 million of them. Just bombed the crap out of them. You know, the few times that they did get involved in a battle, we whooped their ass through superior American firepower. But eventually, they won because there was no place for them to go. We were invading their country, and it was filled with these mongrels. Be it Iraq, be it Afghanistan, be it all these other places. Unless we were willing to exterminate them all, just machine gun them down and kill every single one of them, and put white families in and conquer it. You know, that's happened with all the, quote, Aryans. You know what? 4,000 to 3,500 years ago, the quote Aryans, aka people who lived in Iran, which is the word, you know, know, the modern word for Aryan, they loaded up their ox carts and they headed east and they went through the Khyber Pass where Kabul is and they went to northern India and they beat the crap dog shit out of these Dravidian niggers and they conquered it. And then they realized that we are outnumbered by, what, about, you know, several hundred to one. And if we engage in Peter Duncan, there's not going to be any more of us. So they set up a caste system called VARDA. It says, hey, these people are untouchable. Well, you're not supposed to touch them. You're not supposed to screw them. But they did. You know, we can't stop Peter Duncan. Peter Duncan took place here, and by a thousand or so years later, here is around 600 BC. Here's this character called Buddha, and he realizes that this caste system doesn't mean anything. You can go ahead and achieve enlightenment in one by living a moral life instead of going through all these you know, reincarnations, you know, like Dewey Tucker believes. You can do it one by living a godly life. It was so nice to come back here and you know explain you know the better way to his followers. And then later on, here come the Muslims and they exterminate Buddha, you know, all the Buddhists out of India. But you know, it went on to Tibet, it went on to uh, Thailand, it went on to a number of places, went on to China. So in case, so in case you had, you know, you had uh, white men who no longer were white men; they were Mongols. You got to understand is that every mighty evil empire destroys its founding stock. Tiberius Gracchi, you know, Gracchi, and, and his brother Caius Gracchi, you know, Gracchi, Gracchi. Realized this in 133 BC, and both the Gracchi brothers were 
extraordinary because he tried to tell the senators is that, hey, guess what? We're not going to have a republic because we're not going to have soldiers necessary to man that if essentially you take away their small farms. Well, now in America, during the 1930s, they took away the small farms of white people. Now we worry about, hey, having enough, you know, having a corporate job, working for a Jew paymaster. The Jews don't want white people having their own small shops and having their own small farms and having their own small businesses. Brian Rio doesn't like white people having their own small businesses. That's why he sues them with the Memphis Lake County, Lake County court system. So guess what? Don't have white, you know, don't have white businesses. Don't have white farms. There are places. There are places where the homesteader houses here, if they're still up, they're essentially flapping and you know in the wind. And every so often, there's one which has a farm manager who knows how to farm. Because running a farm, in many cases, is like running a factory. You have to know what you're doing. You have all these big agribusinesses here, and it requires all these inputs of oh herbicide and pesticide and fertilizer and all this sort of thing, and it's not sustainable. And, folks, I believe this year you're going to have a meltdown like you had in 2008. Understand that. Understand that. What to do about it? Folks, you can you can be a dodgy character and run around with Matt Scheinbach and wonder where he gets the money since he got fired. Where does he get the money to go two, three hundred miles and you know, you know, push around the Negroes at the uh at the Trump rally? You know, I mean I think I think the duck was actually paid to endorse Trump. Nobody had the decency to say, hey, guess what here? There's a, there's a niggers killed far more, well, people than, you know, than uh, David Duck, who still advocates violence against white people. We don't get his way. You want to talk about big races here? There's an old Al Sharpton here. When you go into this old Al Sharpton, uh, Bernie Jubor Sanders, you know, Swillery Clinton, when are you going to go ahead and denounce these nigger, these nigger racists? And the answer is not going to happen. I guess only white racists who are bad. And I don't trust the duck. Nobody else should either. Really, for white, for white nationalism, you know, what is white nationalism? Was CI dentistry actually accomplished with anything? We have our own little small a little small group here, and we have a whole little bitty, itty bitty, tiny little bowel movement. We have a whole little podcast, and every so often people read our blogs and look at our forums here. And I have, well, on average, about 30 some people looking at my forum here, and you know, tee hee hee here, and they look at my YouTube video and they think it's funny. What's the half bearded maniac? Ha 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 ha. 
Well, at least he's an authentic maniac. He's, you know, he's, he has the, you know, he has, quote, been deemed clinically insane. He really is a racist here. You know, he's not someone who's looking and asking for money like the duck or all these other retards or cork-eyed mongols or whatever. You know, yeah, he's funny. Ha, 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 ha. He's providing some entertainment. He's a fighting, you know, and, and and he's not asking you to send him any money because Yahweh has taken care of him. And this is Friday night. Why not? Why not have fun? Why not enjoy, well, what this, oh, this white nationalist, half-bearded maniac has to say. And, folks, if you get anything from me, what I'm urging you to do isn't to show your ass, isn't to get in trouble. I mean, heck, you got a better, you got a better vision of what goes on at a Trump, at a Trump rally by staying home, having a basic cable bill. If you live in town and live at McDonald's here, you can save yourself the cable bill. Go down there and buy you a what? Oh, a dollar cheeseburger or something here, and nibble it slowly, and. Go down there with your laptop or your tablet, you know, and enjoy yourself here. There's nothing wrong with that. Well, folks, don't take any of this stupid crap seriously. You know, if you want to take it seriously, you want to save your own life here, you know, I mean, here's some investment advice. Canned food and shotgun shells. That's 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 the best advice I can give you. Live a quiet, decent, godly life. Avoid the bowel moment. You know, I mean, <laughs> it's entertaining too here seeing some of these mongrels and the rest of them showing their ass. You know, don't take them seriously. Whatever you do, don't send them money. You know, you send them money, that just encourages the bastards. You know, there's Ogbots. I mean, you know, they're, you know, the duck, he's under Hal Turner financing. Rabbi Linder, he's still under, you know, I mean, you know, oh, you know, you know, after Trader Glenn Miller ran wild here, he, he shut off the Tard Corral for about, oh, a week or so. But he hasn't shut the target corral off, as far as I can tell, recently. I mean, I mean, I've never seen I've never seen a more messed up bunch, more messed up bunch than white nationalists. I've never seen a more, you know, vicious, vicious bunch than these. Uh, Papist, Preterist, No Devil, C.I. C.I. Dentist stars here, like Fink and uh, Nigger Lips, Brian Rio, and Rabbi Elias. Although Rabbi Elias is so, so uh, you know, more mongolized bunch here. You know, Christian identity is really pretty simple. 
I mean, go over to uh, go over do a search here of Bertrand Compare. Heck, if you need to, even download it off off the Saints forum here. But you know, off the Saints webpage, you know, the uh, the the cassette tapes. It doesn't require a whole lot of study. To understand basic dual seed line Chris on Daddy. What what's there to understand here? Two seed lines. You know, the evil seed line of of Satan here through the through the seduction of Eve who gave birth to Cain and then through to Canaan and well on the essentially Jews are a spawn of Satan. There's no such thing as a good Jew. You know, there's some Jews who ain't as bad, but you know, you ought to keep an eye out. Keep an eye out on Jews. And then there's the good seed line. And he can choose evil and he can be damned. If you're the good seed line, live a godly life here. You know, pay attention to the law of Yahweh written on your heart. Behave yourself. And that doesn't mean running around and worrying about what this world does, because guess what? It's heading to hell. It's on the highway to hell. Dog Babylon is determined to destroy itself. Well, by the way, I'm looking at old Donald J. J. Trump's wife, you know, wife, and she looks like she got a good deal of mantras in her too here. You know, and she may she may be a, a former model here, but she looks like she's a mantras old Donald J. Trump's old lady. She looks like a court-eyed mantras to me. She might be part Kazan or whatever. Anyway, folks. Live a godly life. <laughs> I'm looking at that here. Okay, here. Anyway, I'm going to go ahead and call it a night. I'm going to go ahead and say, Hail Victory. May Yahweh bless. And, oh, by the way, they were talking about the knife investigation here. Well, the pigs went ahead and stole a knife, you know, found at the O.J. Simpson, you know, thing about there 20 years ago. They hit it. And, you know, shit, damn pigs just stole evidence. And they think they're clever here, and they want the case numbers so we can put on their own little private collection of knives. Doesn't matter? Nope. Let's say that was a knife that that nigger went ahead and killed his mud shark wife and, you know, her Jew boy broke. Boyfriend. Who cares? You know, I mean, I've never been in danger of, of you know, from O.J. Simpson. O.J. Simpson, he doesn't come to Granby and bother me at all. Of course, you know, O.J.'s in prison, but, you know, that's the size of it here. He's just a nigger. I mean, you know, have nothing to do with niggers. Why, you know, niggers are not dangerous as long as you have nothing to do with them. You know, if you live if you live in nigger town here, well, get the hell out of nigger town here. Let, let the niggers have it. What the hell? Get the hell out of there. That's why I like Granby here. Granby is such a Granby is such a crap hole here that hell niggers and beaters don't want to move here. That's fine by me. Where else can you buy? Where else can you buy a ha- you know a house and half acre of land here for you know three thousand dollars, even if it was nearly thirty years ago. 
I mean, I like I, I like living in uh, I like living in Hubble. Hubble have been very very good to me. In case, folks, uh, heck, I was raised here in a in a two room shotgun shack out on the Lone Prairie of South Dakota, you know, and uh, heck, that was good enough for me too. You know, it, it, you know, after we moved out of it here, later on I got sold, it, it became a place where they fed feeder calves. But, uh, hey, I mean, there's probably nothing left of it anymore. But then, yeah, there might be because, hey, uh, you know, it don't rain as much as South Dakota, and well, pretty well these old buildings will stay up here. They just get weathered. Anyway, though, folks, If you're living in modest circumstances and you're safe and your place is paid for and you're not living in, you know, nigger town or beaner town or something like that, I mean, all across, all across the Zoglab here, they have something called Section 8 housing for old white people. Just go ahead and enjoy it. Live a quiet life. Live a moral life. Live a good life. Don't pray to Yahweh that you be counted worthy of escape. But folks, none of us are going to escape out of this life alive. We should understand as much here. So anyway, I'm going to go ahead and uh, call it a night. <laughs> I'm going to go ahead and say... Hail victory. May Yahweh bless. And good night. White men clad in black are we, hi-yi-yo, and we'll stamp out God tyranny, hi-yi-yo. White men go, we vote ho, on the city roof, let the red cock grow. White men go, civil war ho. On the courthouse lawns, let red blood flow. Let us add a defense, ice. Oh, who was then the ruling man? Kirillaite. White men go, we vote ho. On the city roofs, let the red cock grow. White men go, civil war ho. On the courthouse, let red blood flow. Oh, white man, their rifle shoot the Jews all in low. On Zogling next week, stop on boots. The staff bow, that's all.
Lightning go, we vote ho. Hard milk to do root, let the red cock grow. Lightning go, civil war ho. On the courthouse lawns, let red blood flow. The regime is only love is good. The die-o. The love of God, our only need. I, I, ho. White men go, we vote ho. On the city roof, let the red cock grow. White men go, civil war ho. On the courthouse walls, let red blood flow. We will conquer for our causes right. Aye-aye-o-ho. Our sons won't have to go and fight. Aye-aye-o-ho. White men go, we vote-ho. On the city roof, let the red cock go. White men go, civil war-ho. On the courthouse lawns, let red blood flow. Call recording has been completed.
Radio. Please hold and you will be able to listen to the show. Severe cataclysm. Now, the one coming out of Canary Islands, frankly, and you're going to love me for this one, but I know how to stop it. Not the quake that's going to cause it, but the tsunami that's going to be caused. I know exactly how to break it apart. But unfortunately, I'm not in contact with the people that can do anything with it, and that would be mankind. Instead of arguing over who actually owns the property. Okay. Well, that was All interesting. Right. Well, I got a couple more questions here. Uh, I, I, Claudia, I think, asks a great question here. When we die and cross over, can they see us departing from our body? Can they see our spirit in the other dimension? Now, that depends entirely on the individual and the race. Uh, okay. For instance, graze, not a snowball's prayer. You die, you die. That's where that ends. However, many of the fairy folk actually can. When you take a look at the elementals, they certainly can. Okay. You know, so from that end, you know, there, you know, it depends on the race. It's it's very much a case uh, like with humans. Right, where a human will, you know, some humans can see spirits. Well, some of the other races, some of the individuals of the other races can also see spirits. But on the whole, it's not actually something that all of them do. Okay. Does that make sense? Yes. Gail has a question. From Paranormal Into the Night, aliens are so advanced in everything from getting here to walking through our bedroom walls. Why, if they have to do that, do they take our bodies involuntarily? Why don't they use anesthetic either? Well, two reasons. Okay, and it, it is an individual issue, but the two reasons are this. One is because of the fact that to do some of the research that they're doing, okay, um, using anesthetic, they don't understand the human genome as well as they'd like to in certain cases. So, and the human genome is, to say the least, a bit fragile. So much as they can come in and they can certainly lift the body out, by making it immobile, the other issue, the other side of that is that they're trying to, you know, to do what they do without causing a major problem. But if they leave the person somewhat mobile, more often than not, the person puts up one heck of a fight. Okay. I mean, that's kind of like trying to get a blood sample from a tiger when the tiger's conscious. You know, if you want the blood sample, you don't want it tainted by the chemical of, of a knockout drug. But it would be really handy if the thing wasn't trying to chew your leg off. And yes, humans can hurt many of the of the off-worlders, especially the grave. Okay. Excellent. All of a sudden, all the questions have dried up, my friend. Oh, okay. So we get so back to the talk- other side of it. Well, what do you want to talk about now? I mean, you know, I mean, here we had all these great questions, and 
all of a sudden, poof. Uh, there was a funny question. I will say this. Uh, Joe is having some fun in Paranormal into the Night. He's saying, question, why are there supposedly so many alien aircraft crashes? Are they drunk or are they just bad drivers? I thought this, I had a good <laughs> laugh over this one. Well, sad to say, you put as many ships in the air as there are. Um, a lot of what they're chalking up as alien crashes, frankly, are human technology that has been, that they've been trying to figure out. That being said, you also have to remember that the atmosphere in this planet is different. So you're dealing with people that um, realistically, there's not that many crashes. Okay, if we were to look at it from a statistical standpoint, there are way fewer crashes from an alien aircraft than there are from Terran-based aircraft. Okay, it's just that most people don't see the alien aircraft in the in the numbers that they're there. Okay, and yeah, right. in all fairness, sometimes you end up with aliens that are drunk. I mean, that just goes with the territory of being sentient and having alcohol. Well, we or do have good booze. Hey, yeah. if they, they, they get into some good Russian vodka or Mexican tequila or Canadian whiskey, it works out very, very well. You know, it does. I, In some cases, you know, <laughs> that's a whole different question. <laughs> I want to fire a question your way. In any of your contact that you have had, have you ever asked about the nature of the Black Knight satellite? Well, asked about it, no. Primarily because I didn't need to. <laughs> um, you see, the the there's a, the the whole issue of it. Now, I'm I'm hoping that I've got the right one because there's a few of them that are up there. And do understand, I don't watch the news. I don't even have television. Okay, so this isn't like I can go on the television and go, oh, what's on the news today? Right. But when we're talking about the Black Knight telescope, um, just to make sure I'm on the right one, which one are we referring to? Because there's so many dark, uh, dark, uh, dark satellites out there. Which one are they referring to? Well, this is the one that's going around. Whoa, you, you, broke off com- you broke off completely on me. It's been conspiracy out there that one of the was trying to take the Black Knight satellite back to Earth and an alien species actually blew it up. Uh, I did hear that on one source. I don't know how credible that information is. It's a third-hand information, so I'm not standing behind it. However, uh, it's a weird-looking black, I don't even, it looks like a night pawn from a chessboard. And it is not human. Yeah, and what you're looking at there is quite literally that. It is a that particular – that's why I want to make sure I was talking about the right one. Um, that one isn't Terran, okay? It's actually an off-worlder, but it was set up for a very simple reason, for exactly the same reason that mankind puts up satellites, to scan the planet and see what's going on. As far as it being blown up, yeah, there was a reason for that. Don't send it to Earth. 
you realize the fiasco they'd have if that got on Earth? Okay, well, I mean, there are certain things. Hmm? Secret space program would try and get that. You know they would. Absolutely. You know, the, the funny thing about the secret space program is it's not exactly secret. Okay. You do realize that they're actually in the process of trying to maneuver an asteroid into orbit around the moon to act as a launch point for further for further um, extrastellar um, activated launches without quite the fuel requirement. Okay, but the, you know the the big thing we got to realize here: all these races are out there and on the Earth already. And the big thing that has to be understood, and this is across the board, and, they, you know, yes, I deal with a lot of different alien races, but I also deal with a staggering number of humans. And the reality of it is that we have to stop the shooting at each other. Never mind the off-worlders. You want to meet the off-worlders, rest assured, you take a 9 millimeter and you shoot a Sarsazian, he's going to look at you. And that's about the impact it's going to have because it's going to bounce off his hide. If you get his attention, he's going to hit you and your next of kin can be talked to because you won't live through it. You know, so this is a whole thing that the, that the off-worlders have been trying for centuries with this society's evolution has been get the people to stop killing each other in the name of some god that they want to fight with. Okay. The idea of spiritual guidance was help people understand that which is inexplicable until modern science can explain it. Modern being the society science of the current society. Okay. You know, that's the that's the, the reality behind that. Okay, you know, the the funny part about it is that people haven't quite figured out that if you're, if you're talking about going into outer space, you want to meet all these races, you want to get to know these other people, but you want to ignore your neighbor and the people starving on your own street, there's something seriously wrong here. You know, that's, that's where, we, where we have to take a, where we have to take a look at things and go, what are we doing with it? Like, what is, the, is mankind doing here? You're trying to get off a planet, and at the same time, you're trying to destroy, or I shouldn't say trying to destroy the planet. Off-worlders and ancient races alike have been telling humans for, well, since time immemorial, quit poisoning your planet. It's the thing you got to live on. Okay, so, you know, quit shooting each other. This idea that just because somebody doesn't believe in the same God you do does not mean they're evil. It also doesn't mean any of the other gods are evil. Okay, you got to get it straight. If you're going to deal with off-worlders as equal, then you're going to have to start behaving like it, which simply boils down to Take care of your ill, take care of your kids, take care of the seniors, and for crying, you know, for crying in a water bucket, 
take care of the planet. Who really cares? Really, when you think about it, what difference does it make who you go in and pray to, providing when you come out, you treat people decently? Mm -hmm. Okay, that's how the off-worlders, there is not one off-worlder race that I'm aware of that is here on this planet with a government that's trying to tear itself apart. Okay, yes, there's a civil war going on amongst the Teclex, but the planet, the planetary government is a unified government on every one of the home worlds that I've dealt with. Okay, this is not a new concept. People call it the New World Order and, oh, it's so frightening because they'll take everything away. Well, for pity's sake, put people into office that'll start repealing some of the stupid laws. You know, put people into office, into the position that will actually make the decisions that are best for society, not for their own pocketbook. Mm-hmm. You know, you take a look at it. You know, you, you take a look at it. And the critical factor here, and this is why I've started having to deal with it on a, on a more direct base, is there are so many different religions out there that talk about peace and talk about love your neighbor and talk about take care of your ill and yet everybody's starving in the neighborhood. Okay, you're passing on the wrong message. It's time to wake up and start working together. So the way to get in touch with the off-worlders is start treating each other properly. You'll get their attention that says you're actually growing up. All right. Hey, we got time for one more question here, Keith. And this is from Claudia, and I think it's a good way to end this show because it's been kind of a tense show tonight. She is asking, what alien race is the most spiritual race out there? Um, Well, quite frankly, you would be looking at the spirit folk. The original race that God that was, that was literally the race that came here to first of all, um, create and then and then inhabit the fairy folk. Okay, they are un, you know undoubtedly the most spiritual of the bunch. Okay, they're the ones that came and put this planet together in the first place. They're the ones that designed the idea of family on this planet being two adults of whatever race, whatever gender. And as many children as the two adults decided on living under one roof or what passes for one roof. They're the ones that designed the entire karmic law that says this is how to do it. Okay. And then they threw freedom of choice in there and everything got a little sideways. Okay. But they weren't looking for puppets. They were looking for people. They were looking for a way for for spirits to experience a material world through limited senses. Okay. So of the off-worlders, it would be the spirit folk. Of the people on the planet, you'd be looking at the fairy folk. Okay. And the quickest way to get in touch with either one of them is start getting along, start working together, 
the religious people or the spiritual guides that you're following, doesn't matter if it's a, a temple, a church, a synagogue, a coven, start taking care of people properly and quit letting people starve and quit throwing so much stuff away that doesn't need to be destroyed. You know, throwing food out because somebody might sue you, well, don't let the don't let the court case go to court. Because, you know, quite frankly, you're feeding the homeless, which you're feeding the homeless, feeding the poor, or quit making the stuff in the first place. Quit wasting so much, and you'll get the attention of the fairy folk and the spirit folk. All right. My yeah. friend, how, we are done for the night. Thank you so much for being on Space Out Radio as per usual. You are, once again, one of the most exciting guests that we have on on a nightly basis, Keith. Well, thank you very much for having me again. Glad to, glad to be here, and thanks so much for the wonderful questions from everybody. Absolutely, and we will do it again on Friday, April 1st. So no making April Fool's jokes when you're coming with yeah, the Yeah, I'm not good talks. at them anyway. <laughs> yeah, I'm not good at those anyway. <laughs> well, we'll save those. We'll save those for Joey in the Space Out Radio chat room because he'll try and tell us the New York Mets are a good baseball team. So we'll leave it at that. All right, Keith, <laughs> thank you so much, and we'll talk to you very soon. Absolutely. Thanks again to you and all of your all of your listeners. Thank you. Do you have a topic or guest you'd like to hear on Space Out Radio? Email us, dave at spacedoutradio.com. Send us a quick message on Twitter at Spaced Out Radio or a message on our Facebook page, Spaced Out Radio. Once again, here's Dave Scott. And once again, I want to thank our Keith Andrews for stopping on by for his monthly appearance here on Space Out Radio. He does it the first Friday of every month. We learned a lot about ETs. Your questions from the Space Out Radio chat room and paranormal end of the night were fantastic tonight thank you so much for being a part of it that's why we do it it's a little bit unbelievable but the one thing is keith has nothing to hide he's just going by what he's been told i love it that's why he comes on every month hey i'm stepping away from the microphone for the next 48 hours i'm heading off into the wilderness my backpack is packed maybe i'll find a cave to tune into spaced out weekend it has good Wi-Fi. James Tyson, Space Out Weekend, Saturday and Sunday night, starting at 10 p.m. Pacific tomorrow, 9 p.m. Pacific on Sunday, before I'm back in the hot seat on Monday, where my guest will be Reverend John Polk. We'll be talking UFOs, contact, as well as his new book. Hey, thanks for tuning in. Hope you had a fun week. We're wrapping this thing up. It quickly. Like, like 10 seconds. Now it'd be like nine, eight. You you can count down. Hey, thanks for tuning in. Thanks for being a part of it. Hope you like the new intro too. Good night. Thank you for using Blog Talk Radio. Goodbye.
With lucky landslots, you can get lucky just about anywhere. Dearly beloved, we are gathered here today to... Has anyone seen the bride and groom? Sorry, sorry, we're here. We were getting lucky in the limo and we lost track of time. No, Lucky Land Casino, with cash prizes that add up quicker than a guest registry. In that case, I pronounce you lucky. Play for free at LuckyLandSlots.com. Daily bonuses are waiting. No purchase necessary. Void were prohibited by law. 18 plus. Terms and conditions apply. See website for details.